Hey everybody and welcome to Just Drink About It, a podcast where we have drinks and talk about crazy topics with zero research. Um, today we have a very special guest, our resident vagrant. Oh, I'm Joe. And I'm Drew. I'm the vagrant. Yes, he is our resident vagrant. He owns a motorcycle and a sleeping bag and he used to own a handgun, which qualifies him here on Just Drink About It as our resident vagrant. Yeah, I'm sort of like a, a, a new age Charles Manson type character. In the best possible way. Yeah, yeah not the mass serial murderer. Well, he didn't the, cute. The, the instigator you know of murder. We're not gonna. We're not gonna defend Charles Manson here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Drew, I gotta ask you. Yes. What are you drinking? I am drinking gin and juice. Uh, some Bombay with some. What was it? Tropicana orange juice, or was it simply orange? I don't know. I bought it from Costco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out to Costco. I'm gonna give you the benefit for the doubt and say that it's uh, simply orange. I think it was Tropicana. Yeah, not gonna lie. Probably was. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and thanks for asking, Drew, but I'm drinking a vodka and strawberry <laughs> lemonade. It's delicious. If you haven't got it from Costco yet, go ahead and try it. It hides the vodka taste, which is good. Not not sponsored. Yeah, not Unless you guys, unless somehow Costco's listening to this. Yeah, Costco, if you're listening, send us some free shit, because I shop there all the time. Yeah, send us some free liquor. <laughs> we need more to do more episodes <laughs> for you guys. Yeah. You can, like, write it off on your guys' taxes or whatever. <laughs> Send liquor to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's tax deductible. It's charity. We don't... You guys get the shit for free, so fuck you. So, Drew, you came up with a topic right before when we were discussing what we were going to talk about, and let me see if I get this right, and if you can correct me if I okay. misspeak. So, you want to talk about self-worth and how society idealizes monetary value as opposed to individual accolades. That's pretty much right on the head. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on any of this. It's just something well, that I... You're an expert vagrant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> professional vagrant. Um, which professional uh, entails making money off that. So maybe just expert vagrant. To be more on, on brand with what we're talking about. But, yeah. Well, you're, you're legal, def- legal definition-wise, you're an expert vagrant. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's been a vagrant for a long time. Long yeah. enough time that they know what the business is about. Career vagrant. Yes, there you go. Career <laughs> vagrant. Um, no, it's just something that I think about a lot. Uh, and more so less in recent years. Something that sort of came up in my life. <clears throat> you know, working job to job. And just the way... You're, pretty much everybody can relate to this. Just the way working a job can make you feel and how you know you kind of quantify your self-worth and how at least capitalist society is set up so that you're forced to quantify your own self-worth in how much you make and you know that whether you have a nice house and things like that so it's in we're not breaking any new ground here but it's yeah it forces us to put us in a box to where how, how much shit do we have essentially yeah. and if you don't have as much shit or as nice as shit as the next guy rung up in your socioeconomic class you're a piece of shit basically yeah and that sucks <clears throat> yeah. suck. it's it, something that came up and it's like I've basically been unemployed for the past year uh, even d- uh, right before the whole fucking COVID thing happened not to date this episode but yeah and sort of all spawned from like just me being fed up with it like just being fed up with the capitalist society that and just like I you know I decided I wanted to just 
fill my life with experiences rather than money and things. And I, not that I don't still want to pursue a career eventually. Well, well, well. Let's back up there for a second. Yeah. You found you finally found your freedom. I, that's that's the freedom from the capitalist society. Like fuck your system, fuck your pyramid scheme. I want to be a part of having experiences rather than quantifying my individuality. Basically, in terms with, of how nice a house I have. Yeah, basically, without going as far as uh, you know, going to Montana and being like a sovereign citizen out in the middle of the woods. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing at all, honestly. You can pull a log cabin, dude. Yeah, you can. You really could. I can drive around without a license, which I already do. <laughs> I guess you know. I think I'm just. I think I'm just like two or three degrees of separation away from being a sovereign citizen. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I just got to stop using paper money. Don't. <laughs> Fully crypto. Full crypto. Pay everybody in yeah, Dogecoin. Burn off your fingerprints and sell your social security card. Yeah. There you go. You're golden. Or work for trade only. (laughs) Barter system? Bring back the barter system? Yeah. I don't even know what skills. I guess I know woodworking. I can do that. You can ride a motorcycle and you own a sleeping bag. It's a solid skill. Those are two. A person who can do that. Both require a lot of balance. And dexterity. Yeah, you'll be be fine. You'll be fine. I think I'll be okay. You go apply for a job and they're like, look, I have a motorcycle and I have a sleeping bag. I'm all you need. I'm the only worker you need. Actually, my... I guess it's not really... I didn't get paid for it. But the ability to ride a motorcycle came in handy. I... You know our friend. I don't know if... He'd be comfortable with me mentioning it, but... uh, I did it for a music video. I rode a motorcycle for a music video. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, it wasn't... I didn't know, like, any crazy stunts. Like, you were the dude just, like, driving in the background? N- like... Or, like, it was, like, the crescendo of the song. He's like, na 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 and then you, like, do a cool jump? It, there was just this scene where there's two guys up against, like, a wall. And uh, we had the camera set up, like, in the middle of the street, like, six feet away from the curb, maybe. And I had, like, that much clearance to, like, speed past the camera. Ooh. At, like, 50, 60 miles an hour. Did it come out cool? They said it did. I didn't want to look at any of the footage what? until after until after everything was done. Yeah, I was I was more interested in the surprise of it all. But yeah, I guess that's a. Well, what did they trade you? I don't. They haven't given me shit. <laughs> None of the royalties that they made up. The yeah, phone. you know who you are if you if you fucking listen to this. You I don't even think he knows. This owe exists. me something? No, he doesn't. I'll tell him. Uh, tell him. Tell me he owes me. <laughs> I want at least a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> That's it. You need more clothes on your back. So you're a uh, resident vagrant. Yeah. Because I wasn't reimbursed for the gas or anything. <laughs> oh, dude, that's awesome. That's yeah, super yeah. cool. That's super duper off topic, but they, anyways. They traded you an experience rather than a monetary. Yeah, they, I, I guess it kind of is on topic. That is then. definitely on topic, man. Trading my... So how have you reconciled with... Um, living in a capitalist society? I... And then wanting to trade experiences instead of cash and material. Well, I'm not fully devoted to that. I don't actually, like... I'm f- not fully into that. But basically, I mean... I've just spent the last year... Sort of just... Gathering experiences. Cultivating memories. I guess is what I'd call it. Mm-hmm. To sort of... What, like... 
a poor kid would do instead of like going on fucking like a backpacking trip to Europe because <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. Just um, fucking going to the river, going on hikes and stuff, and just having fun. Fucking got a motorcycle, just learned how to ride that. Just trying to fill my life with memories. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It's good. It's, you know, just fucking dropped. I just left my job. I just had, like, basically a mental breakdown. I was like, I, I'm no longer happy with this. I can't do I continue to do this. Mm-hmm. I have to do something else. And how's that working out for you? Just, I mean, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Other than just being broke all the time, <laughs> basically. Um... It's cool. You know, I like my money here and there, all different things. Now, do you actually own a sleeping bag? I actually don't. That's kind of a, I feel like a fraud now. Cause are, you, you keep, are you lying to me? No, I'm not. Wow. Because you keep bringing up the, I didn't want to kill it. You ruined the illusion now. Because right. I don't have well, a sleeping bag. He owns a tarp? I can And a few sticks. I can get a tarp. That, yeah, that counts as a sleeping bag. Yeah. Especially when you're a vagrant. You know, enough blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cocoon yourself in there. That's, you might like as well be a sleeping sushi bag. Sushi yourself up. You pay mm. another vagrant on the side of the road. It's like, hey, can you just... No, I don't pay him. We don't do that. I exchange a service for him. What service? The next day, I roll him up like a sushi roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how in the same blankets do. or different blankets? With me. In the blankets. It's a BYOB? Bring yeah. your own blanket? Bring your own blankets kind of deal. Okay. That's, that's the vagrant way. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I mean, without getting too personal, you would, you've told me your aspirations, you know, like what you want to do. I want to be a farmer. You want to be a farmer. You yeah. don't, you don't necessarily, uh, subscribe to the whole, Oh, I fucking you know, hate it. No, yeah. this whole thing's just a fucking scam to keep us in the dark. Yeah. This whole society is just like built upon... I mean, like, for Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk to be that rich, we have to have nothing. Like, the whole rich mentality banks on the fact that we can't afford rent. Yeah. Because if we're all rich, no one's rich. Absolutely. From from the very beginning, when we... When they put us in, like, schools, like, public schools are structured, you go in way earlier than a child or a teenager should be up. Yeah, what, healthily. Like six or six thirty a.m. Yeah, I yeah. used to. I used to get up at like five in the fucking morning because I rode the bus because some program somewhere told me that I was gifted, and so I used <laughs> to go to a school that was further away where a school bus didn't come. So I ride the fucking bus for like three hours in the morning. Jesus Christ! And then go to the school that I went to. You are gifted, man. Don't thank you, Joey. I believe in you. Thanks. I believe in me too. I'm one of those. Uh, cliched like oh gifted kids that ended up being like well even then I mean that's why that's why you can't miss school is because the school gets a tax credit they get money when students show up they lose money when students don't show up mm-hmm. so it's all a part of the system yeah but uh, going back to my, my previous point like schools are structured to sort of break you down and get you used to that nine-to-five lifestyle of, like, show up on time, do your thing. Have your work ready. Yeah. 
it's structured like that. It's not structured in a conducive way of actually teaching. It's just to prep you for, you know, a fucking nine-to-five job. No, it really is, and that's disgusting. <clears throat> it, it really is gross that we condition our children that we still currently condition our children. Like, I mean, yeah. kids are back to school now during this pandemic. Yeah, it's it's like I'm sure there's some study out there that you guys can look up or whatever. That yeah, we didn't know fucking research. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, that kids aren't supposed to be up that early. Like mm-hmm. you're not supposed to just let them sleep. Let kids sleep. Yeah. And don't and then like all the don't stress. Don't kids like like ten hours of sleep? It's not like children. Yeah, they're growing. Their like, bones are fucking elongating. And you got fucking you got time to get up for school. I got bones to grow. <laughs> Got puberty to go through, man. Yeah, I'm a fucking bone factory. I'm fucking making bones by the second. (laughs) How many bones you got now? How many bones you made? 50 at least. Okay. That's a solid number. No, it's definitely like the punch in, punch out system. Yeah. Like you get there at 8.30 or 8 o'clock, 7.30. Hell, in your case, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's super. It's also like just a cookie cutter system that does not work for every kid, mm-hmm. in the least. No, definitely. It's Especially like... it. It didn't work for me. I mean, <clears throat> I was smart. Or not to fucking suck my own dick or whatever. But like, I did go on tests, but I could not do. I couldn't vibe with the the lifestyle of it, like the. So sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. Yeah. Literally, you're there not... from like eight to <laughs> seven to like three. I, my little ADHD brain can't do that. Oh, no, I do the same thing. Yeah. I can't fucking have a final on Wednesday. I'm not studying for it right now. Instead, <laughs> so you're fucking getting drunk with me. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast, man. Oh, you're right. This is, uh, this is like a business meeting. Yeah, it's a conference. Mm-hmm. We're talking about business ventures. Absolutely. How are we going to exploit the working class to make ourselves rich? If this podcast ever makes money, can we, like, get tax-deductible liquor? If Costco sponsors us. Costco, so you hear that, Costco? Well, yeah, I mean, if you're an Uber driver, you write off the new tires, the new brakes, the mileage on your car. I thought you were going to say if you're an Uber driver, you write off all the drinks that you drink when you're working. (laughs) When you're driving, yeah. (laughs) You can write off all the liquor that you have to buy to fucking DoorDash the dude's McDonald's at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, no, but, like, Uber and, like, Lyft, DoorDash, they can all fucking write off their car shit. That's tight. Because that's their job. <laughs> but they also don't take taxes out of what you make, so at the end of the year you file a 1099, and you have to pay taxes if you didn't save any money. So, but theoretically, yeah, I mean, if this is the premise of the podcast, then it's mm-hmm. technically our job. And, like, for some reason this episode hits big, even though there's only, like, two listeners. Hey, Mom. Hi, jo- Joey's Mom. <laughs> I'm good to see you in voice form. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't see why not. We yeah. can make that argument to the IRS. It's super duper off topic, anyways. Where we is it off topic? I guess not. Huh? No. Is anything really off topic with this podcast? No, nothing's no. off topic because we don't do any research, so it's all related. In That's my true. So, what's your next memory? Go ahead and call it back to the memories, how you want to cultivate new memories, cultivate new Cultivating seeds. Cultivating memories, yeah. Plant seeds as you go. Um, just summer's right around the corner. Well, kind of already in it. Yeah. It's already getting hot. It's fucking hot. 
Just doing more. Just more what? More trips, more time outdoors. Where do you want to go? I don't know. I want to go deep sea fishing. Like ice fishing? No, ice fishing. Ice fishing would be cool. What's deep sea fishing? I want to go to the fucking... Wherever the fuck they get those big-ass crabs. Alaska? Is that where they do it? My dad sends me crab all the time. Yeah? Tell your dad to to send us out there. We're going to drill a hole in the fucking ice. I saw... I saw Anthony... I saw Anthony Bourdain do that. Motherfucker, like, they just drill a big hole in the ice, and he went down there, and he only grabbed, like, one crab. In the water? Yeah. Is that how you do it? You dive? That's what he did. That's too cold, man. I couldn't do that. And they're in, like, like $1,000 wetsuits or whatever they're doing. And, like, mm. It probably doesn't feel that bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrified. I can't swim very well. I can't really either. I mean, but... I know how to swim. I can barely save myself. So if you're drowning... Bitch, I'm not saving you. But if there's like a fucking $300 crab down there at the bottom of the ocean, I'm gonna grab that motherfucker. I'm gonna grab a couple of them. I'll tuck them under my arms and <laughs> swim up with like five or six crabs. Pinch them on your nipples and just like keep swimming. I'm gonna have a crab yeah. on each limb of my body. That'd be pretty cool. How many limbs you got? Five. Five? Yeah. Wow, what's the fifth one? You already know, Joey. I'll give it to that for you. Got the fifth limb in here. Well, <laughs> but definitely That's like, like I, the I, fifth I, element. I didn't know they went deep sea fishing for crabs like that. It's not. I guess that wouldn't be deep sea because they're just like a couple of feet above the like the ice. Yeah, above the ice. Well, I mean, I assume they deep sea died. fishing is like but the deep sea fishing and shit. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to do. Like on a boat where you have yeah. to have like special pipe that you put the fish in or the the rod in so it doesn't snap. Yeah, they do that out like in Morro Bay. Yeah, you could do that or go to like Mexico and catch some marlin. Mexico would be cool too. I've had some I'm scared of Mexico. Mexico. Why? Why are you from Mexico? I've heard uh, bad things about like the Mexico. general bad things. Just like, yeah, basically. Everyone's heard general bad things. Because I had a friend who went on tour in Mexico, and he was telling me about how, like, their tour van got pulled over, like, twice, and they had to, like, pay off the cops, like, $500 each time to, like, basically just not go to jail and continue their tour. And I'm like, I don't have to fucking... I wish you could do that here. What? Sound like pay off the cops? Yeah. Well, they weren't even... It's not like they were doing anything. Cops oh. were just crooked cops that pulled them over. So like, American plates or whatever? Yeah. And they were like, mm. give me your fucking money, white boys. Okay, that does happen. Yeah. But I feel like maybe if you go to like more of the touristy parts. Like Cancun or Cabo? Yeah. That, yeah. That's probably chill. I don't know. I don't know anything about going to Mexico. Do you have your passport? No. Go to get your passport. Do you have your shots? Have you seen that? No, what is it? <laughs> That J, uh, no, who is it? Is it Jay Z? Is he the one that peed on, allegedly peed on children? Oh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. R. Kelly. Scandal noted, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly, there's this video of him in Africa, and he's like singing to the crowd, and he's like, Do you have your passport? Do you have your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? Like, he's trying to, like... Oh, he's trying to, like, groom a fucking He's audience? trying to, like, groom Ooh. women from Africa to come to America with him. That's gross. Yeah. Isn't just doing, like, That's just, like, in his concert. That's gross. Like, when Drake had his concert? 
Yeah. Did you hear about that? Where he, like, kissed that, like, 16-year-old or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's like, oh, my gosh, your body's so nice. Oh, my gosh, you look so beautiful. Oh, my gosh, you want to come back to my room? Shit like that. And he's like, oh, how old are you? He's like, oh, I'm 16. He's like, oh, my gosh, your body's so nice. Like, he was just, like, just glossed over the yeah. fact that she was 16. Yeah. And then now that shit with James Charles. I didn't hear about James Charles. I guess he was, like, sexting minors. Yeah. One of these people just don't... YouTube just canceled him, actually. They cut him off. But Drake can get away with, like... I know, it's fucking disgusting. Like, I Basically I, fondling a... And he's done more shit, like... 16-year-old on He stage. was fucking inappropriately texting um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. From Stranger Things. And, like, that's fucking gross. She's, like, 15. Yeah, that's disgusting. What it's, the fuck? It's mm-hmm. awful. And it's, like... It's disgusting. And, like... But again, that ties back into the topic of the materialism. How much money do you have? What can like send like Epstein? Like what can you get away with? Is dependent on Anything. how much money that you have. Anything really? Yeah, get enough a pull and stuff. Like you know, he has the money to have his publicists or, or whoever HR, PR people, his lawyers to fucking throw out everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, like, if you fucking talk about this again, you're getting sued into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like with Trump's NDAs? <clears throat> yeah. And all that fucking hush money? So, Joey, or mm-hmm. also, anybody anybody listening, have you ever had, like, a, like a moment of clarity to where you, you kind of come to the realization that maybe, you know, a job or a career or something shouldn't come... First, before your own well-being or, or mental or even physical health, you ever experience anything like that? Oh, definitely. Um, I think I'm experiencing that now, currently, with law school and everything. Um, it's definitely not the easiest thing in the world. Like, it, 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 it's yeah. doable. I'm in my second year going in, and I'm about to be a 3L. So my third year of law school. Level um, 3, yeah. It's like World of Warcraft. You know, Mortal Kombat. So I... I <laughs> I, do you yeah. fight or fucking yes. Shao Kahn for your so, bar? Yeah, every year I have to fight. Like, last time it was Sub-Zero. This time I think it's Scorpion, and then the next one's going to be Shang Tsung, and then Shao Kahn's last one. That's the bar. Yeah. Um, but definitely, what they don't tell you is you're going to get fat and gain a bunch of weight, because literally all you're doing is sitting there and reading. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that before, and then I just literally watched myself, my body deteriorate as my mind was gaining all this knowledge. So for my first year, I was just focused on, I gotta pass everything, right? Because this is like the ultimate test of getting through school and doing all of that, because mm-hmm. it's just, that's they're throwing me in the fire, like, let's just get this first year done. And the first year is the hardest, because they structure it so that the first year is like, if you don't really want to do it, they don't want to keep taking your money, so they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all bar classes, so they're just like fucking you with, you know, contracts and some procedure shit like that that you're gonna have to know, and you're gonna have to know everything, everything that you're taught on the bar. But they make it the first year especially hard because they want to know what you're getting into, so you don't get yeah. through like three years and then take a really hard class. I'm like, well, fuck this. That's shit. like basic military training for lawyers. Yeah, they they <laughs> want to break you down and then remold you into like this creature that law. Like it's a lifestyle. It's really weird. Um, but that's what they didn't tell me is I knew I was sacrificing a lot of my time, but I sat there mm-hmm. and was, like watched my body deteriorate. I'm like, this this isn't a good thing. And the pandemic hit. And then we couldn't go outside. Like, I feel like in the middle of my first year, I started climbing again. I started, like, going to Metal Mark. 
and I was doing those things and like slowly getting to that balance but mm-hmm. then the fucking COVID hit and so it was like Zoom class what the fuck is that um, so it kind of definitely skewed it and I'm, I think I, I would like to say that like right now I'm getting back on that scale of balancing where I'm at because yeah I can't go outside and do all the activities that I could like pre-pandemic but like I got super into gardening yeah, that's nice. Right you know, fucking doing cool shit. Yeah, time. no, it's beautiful. I'm like growing food. I get spend outside, spend time outside from plant babies, whatever. You know, just like giving back in a way, and that kind of rebalanced everything. So I think yeah. I'm in the place that I'm climbing out of the hole that I obviously dug myself. Mm-hmm. But like a sort of mental hole. Yeah, of like just... it, there, there was some time in limbo between me starting to exercise and starting to eat better like pre-pandemic law school and then pandemic hit and then everyone was everyone was going for a loop no one knew what the fuck was going on oh, yeah. and then I think that's when I just decided to fuck it I'll make a garden no one's going out anywhere and then I think now that it's established and I'm growing shit and things are coming in like my strawberries are coming in I gotta give them strawberries they're really good that's awesome. Um, I'm really starting to see that balance of I can do this and this, you know? Like, there is life outside of a law book. hmm So I don't think I'm quite there to where I can say that I'm 100% understand the balance. And quite frankly, I don't think I'll ever understand the balance. Um, but I think I'm getting closer. That's awesome. That's really great I mean, to hear. Today's a good day. Yeah. Really we, we hit some golf balls today. We did hit some golf balls today. Yeah. We we went went to <laughs> so we've been we've we've been going to the driving range, me and Joey, and we've been trying to hit this fucking they have like a trash can. It's more like an oil barrel or whatever. It's, it's like an oil drum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's out there. And every single time we've gone we've been trying to hit it and we've not been able to. We've gotten like you got within like half a foot. Yeah, hitting it, was it inches, today, inches away, <laughs> inches away from almost hitting it. And if Drew hit it, I, I would have had to take him to this rooftop bar. Yeah, there's a new rooftop bar that opened up in town that I've been wanting to go to. They and put put flowers in your drinks. Edible flowers, right? I don't know. Like peyote buttons. <laughs> <laughs> like a vodka, I want a vodka soda. If you like, get a, here's this peyote button. If you get a margarita, they put a whole cactus in there. <laughs> Just give it to you a fucking cactus gourd. You know, like, they give you special gloves. Yeah. They just, like, check it in. <laughs> Has anyone done that? Has anyone, like, hollowed out a cactus and, like, served a, a drink outside. out of it? I have a cactus outside. Should we hollow it out and make a drink out it's of it? It's a baby cactus. It's not oh. big yet, but once it gets big, we can do that. Yeah. Good. I'm sure, like, the aloe and, like, the cactus would be good for you. It's probably really good. It's really, I think a margarita would be delicious in that. Do you like aloe water? No. No? No. You don't like the little bits? Is that what bothers you? What bothers me is that it's clear and it still has a texture. Like, it just... I mean, I'll, if I burn myself, I'll put some aloe on it. Or, like, I have a cut, I'll put some aloe on it or whatever. I'll use it as, like, a medicine, but I won't eat it. It's just I like out. the little bits. Do you? I have, I like, like... the little aloe bits. I have so many aloe plants. Do you want some? You just gonna dig them out of the ground and give them to me? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I really have anywhere to keep them. I appreciate the offer. I might take you up on that in the future. You are a vagrant. <clears throat> when, I'm, when I'm done being a vagrant and when I have a place of residence... I might want some aloe. Because you don't need to do anything for those motherfuckers. Oh, no, they're desert plants. You just yeah. fucking water them once a week. I think actually, they're overwatering mine that I planted out there. 
But they're doing fine. I'm waiting for them to start climbing and covering, because I planted them, like, in the well of a tree, you know, uh-huh. for the exact purpose of them, like, climbing and covering the whole thing. Let's do it. Yeah, so I'm just waiting for them to start, like, climbing and doing that shit. But speaking of societal um, norms and expectations of self-worth and validity, um, do you, what do you think of the other forms of outside validation of society society deems acceptable like uh, away from money away from material items but like say you're a CEO mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like really it's kind of Machiavelli- Machiavellian meaning the ends justify the means like it doesn't matter what you did to become CEO but the fact is that by becoming CEO you've elevated your socioeconomic status to that of someone who demands respect by being a CEO and that's and yeah the material items and the monetary worth come with that but well first off if you're a CEO there's a good chance that you're also a sociopath wait how so that's just you have to have that kind of isn't that didn't the study come out saying there's like something that CEOs says that yeah I like sociopaths so I'm just gonna I'm gonna overgeneralize and say that all CEOs are sociopaths and again there's no fact check do your own fucking research yeah we're not doing any research mm-hmm. fuck you um it's just you have to have that kind of I will step on everybody along the way to do what I gotta do well and essentially that's what CEOs do because yeah. you're like say you're a CEO of Apple mm you're exploiting all these Chinese migrants that literally they had to put nets above their factories so people Suicide would stop nets. killing themselves. Yes. Terrible. Awful. That's a whole other fuck yeah. can of worms. Is yeah, no, it's, it's bad. The way that people... It's even worse than here. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the... The mindset that, like, Chinese and Japanese people have as far as, like, work ethic and, like... It's different. It's different, you know. I mean, but and it's, then there's, like, female circumcision, which is... That's... Oh, no, we, we say it, it's fucked up. Like, as an American... As, I think any circumcision's fucked up, personally. You I like your foreskin. I love my foreskin. Really? You, I like your foreskin, too. You've never seen my foreskin. <laughs> yes. We're not going to go into this, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you should just leave your genitals alone. Stop. Don't mess with them. No, I know, but what I'm getting at is it's merely a cultural yeah. difference. Like, female circumcision, I... as painful as it does make sex, as painful as the process is, as painful and barbaric as it seems to us, I'm sure there's some cultural significance I think that kind of goes... where it is practiced. I think that kind of... I think it's in a different... That's not the same as, like, Muslim people wearing a hijab. Like, it's not an invasive surgery, like... I think those are on two different, yeah, two different planes, and speaking I think of, smarter people than us should be speaking about that. What are you talking about? We're the two smartest people in the room. That's true. <laughs> um, speaking of hijabs, did you like just to catch all you up on the recent news? I read an article the other day about how Canada upheld the hijab ban in like schools and like like teachers, like they with they upheld the um, religious headwear ban, meaning that Muslim people can't wear hijabs. Muslim women in Canada. Yeah, I did not expect that from Canada. See, that's that's what makes me think like it's weird. I don't know where I read it. Again, doing own research, but that's something mm-hmm. that I did pass upon. That I was like, this is fucking weird. I didn't expect this from these people. No, that's that's terrible. Honestly. I've been to Canada. They're very nice people. I've never been to Canada. Give your passport. No. Get your passport and I'll take Don't. it. R. Kelly told me to get my passport when I didn't listen to him because he's R. Kelly. <laughs> he's in prison though. 
Good. Don't ever let him out. Did <laughs> his daughter come out and like start speaking about like all the horrors that she witnessed growing up? I have no clue. I'm pretty sure she did. Well, like she waited till he was like incarcerated to like come out. That's scary to think about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nah, what were we talking about before? <laughs> oh yeah, outside forms of validation other than money and material items. I'd like you to elaborate a little bit more on that. So, like other forms, like male dominance, toxic masculinity. Like, I go into a boardroom okay. meeting, and I'm like, fuck you, this is the plan that we're going for. Yeah. Everyone, like, all the other males or people who identify as male in that room is going to be like, oh, this guy was mean, but he got his point across. Whereas mm-hmm. a woman a woman goes and does that, she's like, oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, no, it's definitely, you're definitely treated different. Uh, as a woman, uh, and, an assertive woman than you are an assertive man. Yeah, and this is more so less a gender question, merely just bringing an example of other forms of outside validation yeah. that's, that this society, America society, um, gives to people as opposed to monetary or material items. That's funny. I have, I have sort of a related um, thing. I, I read this book a, a long time ago. Uh, what book was it? It's called Pitch Anything by something cloth. Cat in the Hat? Yeah, Cat in the Hat. Okay, Cat in the Hat. <laughs> no, it's called Pitch Anything. Something, I forget his first name. It's like Oren Cloth or something like that. Um, if you look up Pitch Anything, you'll find it. Cloth? Cloth, I think. Cloth I or cloth? Cloth with an F. Oh. Yeah. He's down to fuck. <laughs> and he he sort of talks about it. Basically, it's like a guidebook on how to like pitch stuff, it, it, in the grand scheme of it. But mm-hmm. in like the sort of like the micro of it, it teaches you. He talks a lot about like frame control, about like if you're talking to somebody or a group of people, and, like you're in a conversation. He talks about the very like. Tiny like nuances of conversation, essentially like frame control is like I'm the one in control of this conversation. Like I have Dictate like where it's gonna go. Yeah, like I have this dominance over this person that I'm having a conversation with. Like the very the, th- the subconscious things. He basically talks about like a lot of the subconscious stuff, like you're talking about. Like a mm. CEO would be like somebody who's very good at that kind of stuff naturally, probably. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about that kind of stuff, and I'm like listening to it and at the time I was kind of like into that stuff or whatever but listening to it now I'm like cool. you were you were subdued by society <laughs> you bought into the fallacy that you're gonna make it someday when in actuality yeah. it's banking off you not having anything yeah but it, thinking about it now I'm like you're basically trying to understand like the the microeconomics of conversation and like just social interactions, essentially, mm-hmm. and trying to exploit that, and you know, Essen- essentially, our society on a micro scale. Yeah, meaning how to exploit the conversation and get these people to listen to you, yeah. just like exploiting the working class to build your mm-hmm. products while you're just sitting at the top counting your money. Yeah, basically, like it's a, it's very similar to another fucking great uh, book if you're a, if you want to be a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> what was it? How to Make Friends and Influence People. Ooh, it's like a very sociopathic book. Yeah, I, it's like a lot of... Anybody who's like an aspiring CEO has read that book. Inspiring sociopath? Aspiring sociopath, same thing. <laughs> I I it's read it. Because right? <laughs> I, was, I was an aspiring sociopath. And um, 
it's an, that's another thing. Like, he talks about, like, how to talk to people and, like, basically, like, judo flip mm-hmm. conversations and people's emotions in your favor. No, no, no. no. I, I've seen books like that, too. Yeah. I, I forget what this book was called. It was at a buddy of mine's house, a buddy I used to train with. He's actually my Latin American history buddy, too. He's an expert. Um, I'll have him on here one day. But um, I was over at his house one day, and I saw this book, like, the 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 12 rings, something rings of whatever, like, of mm-hmm. just, like, the 12 rings of martial arts. And I was like, well, what the fuck is that? He's like, oh, it just talks about, like, the rungs of martial arts and whatever, whatever, like, you get through this rung. And he's like, they've applied it to everything, like business. Like, the 12 rungs of martial arts can be applied to business, like, how to influence people, how to... It's it's the same concept, like mm. literally how to mm. judo flip someone in a conversation, as can be applied to how to judo flip someone physically. It's mm. just like this mental, mental judo that you do to overpower people and assert your dominance. Yeah, and it's like it's it was just like the book's filled with like little things like uh, repeating someone's name to someone. Mm-hmm. Or, like, touching their arm or their shoulder, um, make them I, look at you. It's probably something like that. I wouldn't go as far as... I don't... Don't touch people. Yeah, no, don't touch people. <laughs> but eye contact, um, you know, the stuff like that. Even as far as, like, management. Like, if you're in a management position, the way that you can, like, talk to employees and be, like... Uh, also, like, front-loading uh, a criticism with the compliment... That's another very... Well, it's also a very that's a American one. thing to you. <clears throat> what do you mean? Well, like, in America, we go, say, I'm your sociopath and you're my exploited worker. Yes. Like, well, Drew, I'm really liking your performance. You're doing a great job. But you need to hurry the fuck up on your deliveries or whatever. Exactly like that. <laughs> and that, that's also very American. Like, if you go to France, they front load it with your shit worker. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I need from you. They're very direct. So, and this is, I mean, and I've listened to a lot of other podcasts and of like um, linguistics and just uh, logistical experts and whatever. But in an, a lot of other cultures, that doesn't fly because, say, you're a French man. Mm. And I'm like, Drew, you're a really good worker. They're going to be like, bam, I'm a good worker. Everything else is bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's perfect. When, I mean, in other cultures, they front load it with, this is the shit that you need to fix, mm. absent any compliment. Because I mean, why, why would I compliment you if I'm telling you you need to fucking hurry this shit up? Oh, yeah. Also, in, like, on that same topic, like, in some cultures, it's, like, when telling someone to have a good day. Mm-hmm. They would be insulted by it. Like, don't tell me what the fuck to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like, what is it, Sweden or Norway? I forget. It's one of the Nordic countries that don't do the small talk in the grocery line. Mm-hmm. Because they know it's superficial. Okay. And like, why waste that time? Which makes a lot of sense, but... Yeah. It's, it's kind of... No, it, it really does in the sense that it, it is very superficial. You're never going to see that person again. And you're not going to get invited to their house no matter how bad you want to go to their house because they're buying like 12 bottles of liquor. <laughs> I've done that at Costco. People have done that to me. It's like, oh, you're planning a party? And I'm like just buying a bunch of like snacks and shit. And they're like, oh yeah, come over. And I'm like, never see that person again. Yeah. And so, I mean, even that in a lot of the Nordic cultures, I think, I think. Don't fact check me on that because fuck yeah. you. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's definitely really weird. And we definitely do a lot of outside validation. A lot of extra fluff and mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. No. That's very interesting to, to see, like, the differences and things like that. Yeah. But no, I know I'm talking shit about those books. Um, going back a little bit. But they're actually, they're pretty good. Especially if you were like me at once and you weren't very good at talking to people when you were younger, like a teenager or whatever. You fucking sucked at talking. Oh, I was t- I'm still terrible <laughs> at talking. <laughs> You're doing a great job so far, That's Joe. why Devin's my barber. <laughs> fucking hate small talk. Um, right now I'm just talking to you. I'm like bad at small talk with older people. I love old people. Really? I can't relate. I love I just old people. I can't relate to them. I don't, really? I don't have anything to say to them. They've, they've lived so much life. Like, I love babies, and I love old people. I just never really vibe with old people. I love babies because they hold the secrets of the universe. They're so close to being not being. They haven't lost that spark yet. You know, they're present. They're in the moment. They're... They're brand new life. Yeah, no, exactly. They, they don't know what being is, so they have so much to teach us. And then with old people, they, like, come full circle. Like, fuck that, I've done everything. I'm about to die. Tell you whatever you want to know. Yeah. And so they're pretty crass, and I like it, but... That's cool. I've just never really been able to, to relate. I, even, even like, people my age, I'm, like, bad sometimes at relating to, like... I'm just... Sometimes I'm, I'm really bad at small talk if I don't have, like, a common interest with somebody. Oh, me too. Yeah. And just, like... Oh, hey. Especially, like... Really, like, masculine, like on the job dudes like I used to work for like a temp company oh, and I had to like yeah. do things like that like a, like construction jobs or like a, mm-hmm. things like that where there's just like a bunch of dude dudes a bunch of manly dudes and I'm like hey I'm just this fucking idiot <laughs> like hey how's it going yeah I'm like I don't have yeah. any interest in you I'm like hey you heard of that new 100 gex no fucking of course not <laughs> you guys listen to I don't know what do fucking boomers listen to listen to that new Skrillex song man <laughs> that's like oh, I listened to Skrillex since like <laughs> high school yeah put some some slappers man no I, I felt the same way I worked for Gallo for a harvest one time uh huh what is that the winery okay like the it's a big wine company they have the biggest wineries in the world yeah no literally like the one right here, third biggest winery in the world. Oh, like fuck. right? Oh, have we? Have we? No, but okay. now we did. Anyways, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so I was working for Gallo. I'll cut that out. So I was working for Gallo, and um, I'd go to all these different vineyards and whatever, and it's a bunch of Mexicans. And fuck you, I'm Mexican. There. I'm bunch, also Mexican. Yeah, there are a bunch of Mexicans out there, and. They were like, okay, let's load this truck up. I'm like, how the fuck do we do that, right? All they give us is a pallet jack. And then, like, the forklift dude just, like, loading grapes in front of the truck. And we had to fucking put it in the truck. And I was just like, how? Yeah. Like, how, how do you do this? And these were, like, the, the manly-ass Mexicans. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, after a while, I got the hang of it. Like, after, like, the tenth time I was out there, I was like, okay, this is what we do. I'm still not good at it, but, you know, I know what to do. Yeah. So I can definitely resonate with that of just, like... Not being able to 
because you're not so versed in the industry or whatever you're doing job wise, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to people. And you brought up a good point, like another like culturally also. Like I'm sure you experienced the same thing I did because we're both like really obviously by the way I fucking talk, I have like this California accent. What is a California accent? Well, the way I'm talking. <laughs> Essentially. Well, when I went to Tennessee, we were asking um, all of Tyler's roommates, like, what do we sound like? And he's like, you guys just sound like normal people. Yeah. And I think that's the accent. Maybe. I don't know. But, but like... I don't know. But Anyways, we don't... I mean, you don't talk like, you know, other, like, Mexican, Mexican... Like, we're more Americanized... Yeah. ...than maybe other of, of our, like, Mexican peers. Mm-hmm. And that's another, like barrier because like growing up I was always like I'm like I don't I'd never learned Spanish my parents didn't teach me Spanish so like what about Armando Montalongo <laughs> don't fucking bring him up oh did he not teach you Spanish either no <laughs> god damn um I'll cut that out <laughs> that's fine so I don't care uh but yeah I feel like we had this degree of separation because like I don't, do you know Spanish uh, well, here's the funny thing. So, my, I mean, my grandma only speaks Spanish, so I know enough to talk to her. But then when I worked in the fields for Gallo, I, I was absolutely fluent. I was perfect. Mm. And um, But I lost it. So last summer, I did the immigration clinic mm-hmm. um, for school. And they were like, do you speak Spanish? And I was like, well, not enough now because I lost it all. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all gone. I'm like. Legally, I'm not going to say I speak Spanish and then miss something on interpretation and then be like, well, we really needed that fact for the case or whatever. Um, so I said no, and like it kind of came back to me, but no, not anymore. I mm. lost it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm too rusty. There's also that like kind of separation of like well, other also, people would be like, you're not a real Mexican. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. And, but, and there's also that societal like shame of being able to speak Spanish because I know a lot of other Mexicans are... Um, like second generation now that their parents didn't teach them to speak Spanish on yeah. purpose because they wouldn't be able to assimilate to society. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to gain the wealth, the material items, the outside validation that society Well, now I'm too assimilated. No, I, exactly. <laughs> like, the, you're the product of what society wanted. Yeah. But now well, we're, we're shamed because of that. And it's just, it's fucked up. And yeah. it's sad. Well, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. Might as well just smoke a joint. Yeah. I don't smoke weed, though. Neither do I. I don't know. Yeah. I only get edible every once in a while. Do you? Yeah. That's cool. I haven't smoked weed in, like, three years? Four years? I like how you checked your skin watch. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you call it a skin watch. For everyone listening... I didn't just shove my hand in my pants and feel my balls. Because that's, that's the image that you painted for me when you said skin watch. I feel like... I looked at my wrist as if I was wearing a watch, but I didn't have a watch. I feel like a skin watch is like... You just use your dick as a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a skin watch is. <laughs> that's what you should get to next tattoo, man. Just tattoo a bunch of lines on like your thigh and your stomach. Yeah. And every time you, like, get a wreck, just, like, go outside in the sun. Every time I go to a nude beach? Yes. Have you ever been to a nude beach? I have. I've been to that nude beach. The one... Yes. Which one? The one... The one that Devin took you to. Yeah. Yes. I've been there numerous times. That was a liberating have experience. Have you ever gotten naked there? No. Why not? Because I don't like my foreskin. I love my foreskin. I was showing it to everybody that would see it. 
<laughs> I was <laughs> passing it around. I was like, take a look at this. He's like fucking Stretch Armstrong. He's yeah. like pulling it. It's like tapping. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no, it was a liberating experience. No, I, I've heard that from numerous people. Like, yeah. There hasn't a person that I've have not heard that from me. I definitely want to go and hopefully I feel comfortable one day to actually get fully nude. But I was no. just there half naked like in the ocean and I was like this is the same ocean that my ancestors my fucking Cro-Magnum man like ancestors Homo erectus? The Homo erectus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They got in that same ocean butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. Same way I'm doing now. Oh that's awesome. I felt connected to nature. That is awesome. That connection. But then I was also scared that a fucking sea turtle would bite me in my dick. <laughs> that fucking beach is so shallow. There's no sea turtles out there. I don't know. You ever you ever meet somebody that acts like they're going to die with all their money? Yeah. Literally all the lawyers that I've ever met. I work for these two lawyers. And they were just... And they're tax lawyers. They're, they're um, probate. So it's like wills and trusts. All that shit. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like their life revolves around money and it's like this fucking sucks like this is honestly what got me in the train of I don't want to do this for the rest of my life they just seem like really old and bitter people and they're like I'm gonna take this with me when I die like my whole goal today is to make as much money as I can yeah and I'm like that no I don't want to do that Mm-mm. I want to be a farmer what am I doing in law school <laughs> I think that's what this. I think that's what we're here on this podcast to figure out, Joey. Yeah. Okay. We're here to figure out. We're here to kind of unwrap you, kind of unwind you. Unwrap you. Unwrap you. Am I a gift? Are you objectifying me right now? Like that Food Network show, Unwrapped. There's a Food Network show called Unwrapped. You never seen that show? I don't have cable. I don't think it's on air anymore. You never watch it when you were a kid? No, I didn't have cable when I was a kid. I'm broke as fuck, dude. Anyways, you guys know what Unwrapped is. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and explain it, but yeah, what the fuck were you saying? Oh no, the attorneys that I made, like, yeah, that that was answering your question. Like they were more focused on making a profit today as opposed to living and being in the moment, and that's honestly what kind of grosses me out. It's like I don't. First of all, I don't want to sit at a desk all day. Yeah, because I've done that, and that's not fun. Um. But I really just don't want to be concerned with the next best thing. And I also don't want to be consumed by my work, which is essentially what I'm signing up for inadvertently. I don't... I know you can't take any of this shit when I die. I can't pass my brain on to you if I die first. Yeah. So I feel, too. It's like, you know... I... I understand the, the idea of, like... Passing on whatever to, like, your family or children. Well, and then or, there's, a, then there's a, the, the death tax. Meaning that when you die, you're taxed on the inheritance. Actually, I don't know if there's a death tax. Don't quote me on that. Because the death tax is what the term was coined for, for the opposition. So they're saying, you can't tax dead people. They're dead. Oh my God, what are you doing? You know? But, um... If I find out that I get taxed even after death, I fucking promise you, on my fucking life, I will, I'm, I'll haunt whoever's responsible. The president? Sure, I'll haunt fucking... Well, but here's the thing. Joe Biden, assuming he lives for the next fucking couple weeks. He's, what, 78? Yeah, oh assuming he doesn't fucking, like, 
tumble down the fucking stairs of the fucking <laughs> Air, Air Force, Force One. <laughs> no, I didn't actually see that coverage, or I didn't read the article. I did see all the memes after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... Anyways, Joe. I don't give a shit about Joe Biden. He could fucking fall down as many stairs as he wants. And that's for the next episode. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, I hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying healthy. Yes. Drew, do you have any of your social media you want to plug? Do you have anything you're working on, projects you want to plug? Your Twitch? Um, not really. If you want to fucking follow me on Instagram, uh, I'm King of Pentacles. I'm not going to explain how to spell that. You yeah. can find me. Um, but thank you for having me, Joy. Really I appreciate, appreciate it. you being here, man. Yeah, it's been, been a, a lot long of fun. Time coming. Uh, for everybody, follow us at Just Drink About One. Yeah, that that's what it is. Those are Twitter. Um, yeah, I have a fucking Twitter. Okay, fuck you, Drew. No, I'm not. I'm not laughing at the Twitter. I'm laughing about the fact that you couldn't remember what the no, Twitter no, 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 handle no. was. I couldn't. I couldn't remember it because Twitter only lets you put like what 12, 14, 15 characters or whatever. Cool. Sean gives me shit every time we podcast. I deleted my Twitter because um, it's just drink about one and not just drink about it. Because mm-hmm. that's too many characters. Uh, for Twitter to handle. I'm like, you think you give fucking Trump all those tweets, but anyways. You should have just put it to drink about it. That's where we take it. <sighs> that would have been so much better. Where were you, like, a year or so ago? It's here. You were here. <laughs> Do- it's we're- still here in town doing nothing. Anyways, Drew, I hope we can do another one real soon. Let me know when you finally get a sleeping bag. I'll let you know. I'll go, I'll I'll get, like, a nice one. I'll get, like, one of those ones like rated. Like a Coleman? Yeah, I was about to say, you can get a Coleman. Sponsor us, Coleman. Yes. Send me a sleeping bag. Definitely. And Costco liquor. Costco liquor. Send me liquor and sleeping bags. Yes. That's what we need to pursue these podcast dreams. Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. We've had a great time. All right, Drew. I'll see you later. Till next time. <laughs>